Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. I am your host, Elena. We're back again with a Q&A episode with Justin Bizarro. If you do not already follow us over on Instagram, you need to go follow us on there, my username is Elena Dahamadi. That's A L A I N A dot H A M A D E. And Justin, I will let you give your handle. Oh, it's uh, at Justin Bizarro. Uh, that's B I double Z A double R O. No periods, no space. Again, it's at Justin Bizarro. And you can find me on Facebook and uh, Instagram as well as Twitter, but I don't really use Twitter. I'm not a tweeter, if you will. I just. I'm a very wordy person. If anyone listens to the podcast, they can tell. As a side note, can't Twitter fit that into characters. 140 yeah. characters. Yeah. I'm long-winded. All right. I'm excited. Thank you, Elena. Yeah, I'm excited for today's topic of how does loyalty correlate with leadership? So I will give you that question, let you introduce it, and we'll have a great conversation. Well, it's an interesting one, one right? Because I think first we have to a little bit reflect on how we feel loyalty is portrayed or or how people demonstrate loyalty or how we ourselves demonstrate loyalty. And so I guess my question would be back to you, Elena, is, I mean, how and what are ways you felt people have shown their loyalty to you and how do you feel you show your loyalty to the people or even the people that have led you, for example? Sure. So I think loyalty is a really, really great topic because it is one of the best ways that you can really prove or show, exemplify, you know, your love, your care for another person. I think that loyalty is sometimes hard to come by, which is the sad fact of life. You know, a lot of people claim they're in your corner, but they're not really in your circle. And I always was told growing up, you know, in middle school or high school, when girls are catty, my parents would always tell me, you know, it's better to have four quarters and a hundred pennies. It's better to have those few loyal people um, in your life than a bunch of people who are not loyal, who don't have your back, who aren't really there for the right reasons. And I think in leadership, it's a whole other ballgame because you're not just looking for loyalty from family or friends or loved ones or people that you want to have relationships with. You're looking for loyalty from people who are going to be building your business with you, right? You're looking for loyalty of people who are going to be supporting you, chasing your dream and ultimately adopting that dream as their own. Um, So you want people that are rowing the boat forward, not drilling holes in the bottom. And I think ways that I show loyalty to others is just being trustworthy, just, you know, having really clear and good integrity because integrity and character, it's not who you are on social media. It's not who you are in front of everyone. It's who you are when no one's there, when no one's watching, what kind of choices do you make when no one is going to know what kind of decisions are you going to make? How are you going to carry yourself? Right? How are you going to speak of others when they're not around? Um, I saw a quote actually on social media this week and it said, whenever people come to me and and tell me the negative things that they've heard about me or were told about me, 
I never care about what those things were. I asked the question, why were they so comfortable saying that to you? And that's definitely the wordy way of the quote. That was not the exact quote paraphrase, but it was ultimately that's what it was saying. And I was like, wow, that's really, really, you know, crazy way to think about it. I never really thought about it that way, but it's so true because you expect loyalty from people in your life, right? You expect loyalty from people in your family, your friends, your businesses, whatever. Uh, but you don't always get that. And a way that I, you know, look for and show loyalty is, is just, showing it number one by who I am on and off camera, on and off screen. I want to be the same person that I am in front of someone, you know, that I care about to their face and behind their back. I want people to be able to trust me and to know my character, to know my integrity. And I want to be known for that to a point where if someone was to hear something negative about me, they would say, oh, there's no way that that's true because they would know my character so deeply and, and know that I, you know, would never carry myself in whatever negative way. So that's kind of the way I show loyalty. But I think the way that I look for loyalty in others is, you know, do I think I can trust this person? And that's a really touchy subject because, you know, you never really know if you can trust someone fully, right? You kind of have to trust them until you realize you can't. And I'm one of those people, I trust people very easily. So I, you know, will you know, live it like my life like an open book. I'll talk to, you know, if someone's struggling with something, I'm more than willing to sit down and be like, you know, I've walked through this, this, and this in my life and really open up, you know, the, my past and my stories or whatever it is, my struggles to people. And you never really know going into something if you can trust someone unless they're, you know, in a black cape and you meet them in a dark alley. Clearly, maybe that's not someone to trust, but sometimes the people you can't trust are disguised as people you wish you could. And that's just a hard lesson to learn. So, that's a really interesting question. I'd love to throw that back at you and ask you, you know, how do you find ways or how do you confirm loyalty in other people, whether it's personally or in business? Are you kind of the same as me where I'm going to trust you till I realize I can't, or do you live your life in a different way? I'd love to ask you that question. I mean, generally in my life, historically, for sure, my loyalty was shown by being over trustworthy or over embracing I don't what's the overindulging that's not the right word either but over immersing myself in like my activities towards like trying to help someone or, or be active in their goals or whatever and make sure I was there and loyal to them in that way and being supportive because my goals and my dreams are so important um, and I think that there's loyalty in a lot of different ways um, interestingly you know I didn't think about this until the topic and I know we briefly talk about topics beforehand and I was really, my head went in a different direction, which I'll still go later in the podcast. But right now it's really interesting because as you just said it, the thing that occurred to me the most is actually that loyalty is to the purpose, to the passion, to the cause. And more times than not, the people that you're loyal to are the people that share in that same belief system or live by similar core values that we're talking about here. It's way more to do that, even in business, even in the people that are still around or the entrepreneurs or business partners that I still have, the loyalty surrounds itself a lot by the way we see the world or the way we live our lives or what our morals and ethics are, which we go down to core values in the podcast. Um, but I'm a dedicated person to those who are dedicated to me. I am definitely, you know, more like a silver dollar versus a hundred pennies. It's very hard for me to have relationships. I, you know, I generally have had relationships and college friends and high school friends, and I have a lot of 
I wouldn't say a lot. That's the wrong word. I have a few close friends. Um, my closer friends are people that I trust with money, work, whatever, those type of things. Um, you know, Deborah, obviously, but, um, and I'm loyal to the people that I trust and that can be trusted with me. Um, particularly my feelings and my emotions. I am emotional. Um, I do believe it's important to be emotional as a leader. And I do think it's important to be emotional in your loyalty. That doesn't mean be a complete, you know, nutball and let the emotions drive the car. I mean, more or less that you're the driver of the car and your emotions are the car, but it's okay for them to be part of your journey, you know? So, um, it's, um, it's interesting. So, I mean, loyalty for work, you know, it's trying to build relationships with people, um, with employees, it gets hard because you want them to financially benefit as we've talked about in other podcasts and have ownership in their life, um, both tangible and non-tangible. But I mean, loyalty for me is being present, I think is a big part. It's being there for people, not just in the good times, but when they really need you. Um, you know, so for me, it's less about how often a person's there for me. It's about when I need them to be. Um, I am a person of, I like, you know, I try different things. I, I, you know, I, once I commit to something, I'm all in, you know, so I can be the kind of extremes like that, particularly as an entrepreneur in business. I know that I have to put myself all in to move it forward because I like starting them up and building them. And, you know, sometimes we've sold them off. Sometimes they're absorbed. Sometimes they're still around like FSP, but, um, which I've experienced all those different entrepreneur ladders, but there's been different loyalties along the way. And I can tell you that in the business partners that you find out that are less loyal or you guys don't mate at from eye to eye, it's not worth in longevity in a business like that loyalty is not the same. You guys don't have the loyalty to the same goals. And therefore it's really hard to be loyal to one another, even if you have the same business. And so that being said, you know, I think loyalty is something that we don't think about enough. Um, and I think that we don't really weigh it in our relationships enough. And that's not saying, Oh, you're not loyal to me. You shouldn't be my friend. And let's get catty. As you said earlier, um, in our relationships, that's more or less in that we'd be a lot better off really having good emotional, deep friendships and loyalty in small groups and all of us having those because it'll lead to a much greater network. And when those smaller groups get together or we do functions like weddings or eatings or dinner, there's those cores there or those people that may be part of multiple you know, groupings or whatever, or, or, you know, I work with someone and my, and my wife or husband works for someone. And then now we're together. So we have this connection and they're smaller groups, but you know, we're in more intimate where we're doing things like that with a closer relationship. So those relationships are more valuable. Um, one, I would argue that that type of loyalty and those more valuable relationships help grow the world and our children. Um, they allow, us to open up the world in terms of loyalty being it takes a village not um a person or a family to raise a child um i think that those loyalties and those friendships and they change over time uh, based on our goals and our needs and our couple goals and or personal goals but i think that it's important that we really look at it that we're much better off um, compounding those things. Um, we just read a book 
um, in the Centurion Leadership Battalion. We just read a book in the Centurion Leadership Battalion that um, was about being the best. And it's like being the best version of yourself um, is necessary in order to lead the best teams. And you would argue that the best teams are the teams that are the most loyal to each other. But being the best version of yourself, I think, is talking about also is who am I loyal to? Why? Where are my best friendships? What are my best relationships? Even with clients, vendors, consumers, um, friends, and then taking those things um, and maybe even seeing what you're good at in those loyalties and making them part of your superpowers. I mean, what do you, what do you think? I think that that all makes a lot of sense and similar uh, to kind of what I said before. And I like the spin that you put on it with, you know, people going after the same dreams or the same businesses uh, doesn't always make, you know, it equal to, to loyalty or to a loyal relationship. Can we dive into that a little bit more? Could you explain that again? Um, just to kind of clarify for me and for those listening, what, what you meant with that of even if you're in the same business or in the same role, it doesn't always, you know, equate to, to a loyal relationship. Yeah. I'll give you an, I'll give you a great example of this and you know, it's not everyone. Um, I mean, you could talk about a high school sweetheart. Um, you know, how many high school sweethearts? get married how how many people and how many high school sweethearts stay married for a lifetime and stay in love to the very end you know that's the loyalty that i'm talking about that loyalty based on a love and a thing and that dedication um it's rare right and why is it rare because it's rare that people would share such a common goal for such a long period of time and be able to grow together in the way that it requires. That's the ultimate loyalty in God and everything, right? The covenant, the marriage, you know, I'm not going to get in. I believe anyone can be married. So let's not, I'm not talking about same sex, different sex, whatever. I don't really want to get in the podcast. I believe you should lead in any way that you know how to lead with your superpowers. But my point being more that there's a covenant that's sort of like this marriage that we're committing to each other loyally and Again, I'm divorced, so I didn't have the loyalty of a lifetime, and I was part of the one that wasn't loyal by choosing to also not want to be part of the marriage. But I made a choice because the loyalty that was there in my marriage or the loyalty that you need for a lifetime, it, it, it isn't. A lot of us have problems in our life or in our relationships is because of merely this point, which is how can people be friends or how can people be loyal to each other? And I'm not saying you shouldn't diversify your mind and you shouldn't be different and you guys shouldn't have different opinions. But if a Democrat and a Republican, for example, truly have the best interests of their children at heart, they should be able to sit down and have a conversation about truly what the best interests of their kids are. That's loyalty to a goal, loyal to each other, loyalty to a generation. And then there's real friendship there because they're making their purpose and their loyalty about something more. And so that's the other part. It is what are our friendships? They fulfill us and we need companionship, but they also give us purpose and they gain value when we share that purpose together. And we, we call the word loyalty because we've been through this together and we've gone through this together. 
Another example is you often have friends from college that are your loyal friends, and a lot of them may stay in your life and your best friends. But really, what is the loyalty in a lot of those friendships? Are they just because you were just in college together? Was it a period of time where you guys had the same goals of just getting through college or playing on a soccer team together? And maybe that loyalty, you found someone that shared that glimpse of loyalty and goals and core values in a lifetime that becomes a lifetime best friend. And, and some of us do and some of us don't. Some of us keep going through friendships and trying to find it. Some of us don't. Some of us have a few core ones and a few that we rotate. It's just the way it is. But that point being is that loyalty and, and long-term loyalty or in short-term loyalty or wherever we are, if we move, we have new loyalties in new cities. We really have to really, whether it's dating, whether it's children, whether it's choosing schools, how does it align with our core values? Because our happiness, our ability to complain, whatever is in our control, but we also have the ability to minimize that impact of stress by choosing and leading in our own lives, by talking to people that are loyal to us and us to them about these things and making sure it matches up to all the purposes. You know, I, I don't know, I would say more times than not, we end up with friends that are our kids' parents you know, our kids, friends, parents, excuse me. And like, because we're sharing in the purpose of growing our kids and we do things together, but maybe it's just because our kids are in the same school and they're trying to graduate. Do we really say the same purpose? Are we really moving something forward? And people are going to be like, Oh, social events and they're important. And you should always have relationships. Yes, I agree. But I also agree that they should be concentrated to your example on the quarters or the silver dollars mm -hmm. or the half dollars and not the pennies and not trying to do everything. You know, what are the loyalties that matter and we should be investing in? Mm -hmm. um, I heard a great example and I'll let you take, I want you to talk a little bit, but you know, it was when I'm, you know, if you go back to all the episodes, the hardships I've been through, the thing that told me whether or not someone was loyal to me or not is if I gave them love and they gave it away to someone else. It's that simple. Do I give someone love and they give it away to someone else versus giving me love when I need it or in return, you know, or I've heard people say, uh, do they fill my glass and I fill their glass? Yes, it's my responsibility to fill my own glass, but every once in a while, it's nice to have a friend who has a pitcher of water. Wow. I've never heard it said like that. I absolutely love that. I think that that is awesome. And I think it clarified everything the way that you just explained it. So thanks for going back to that and diving into that a little deeper. Um, so kind of the point of, you know, you can be different, you know, you said Democrat, Republican, you know, two parents of one child with different, different views, right? And, you know, they have different values and different priorities, but at the same time, they can come together and be loyal to a goal, you know, what's best for their child. Uh, that, that situation, you know, that, relationship, that mindset can apply to so many different things, not just Democrat, Republican, but, you know, anything. And I think you can have shared goals and shared loyalty to something, you know, even when you're different from someone else. I think that that was really awesome, a really profound way of, of putting that. And I, I love that you just um, put it in that way also, Landon, because it's really, you know, we talk about this in our relationships. Our relationships you know, if we are in an intimate relationship, a loving relationship, we would call it a couple bubble or in a friendship, it's a friendship bubble. And the loyalty is really what outside toxic things or things that could damage the relationship 
or whatever are you allowing into that couple bubble or friendship bubble? Mm -hmm. Because that bubble is the loyalty to one another. And your loyalty is really shown by which you allow toxic or damaging or stressful in the rest of it. I'm not saying not lie. What I'm saying is to be truthful quickly so the stress is less. Wow. For example. And so every relationship is a bubble that's protected. It doesn't involve many people. My relationship with Deborah is different than my relationship with Maddie and my relationship with Zoe, um, even though we're all part of the same family. But in each of those individual relationships and our loyalty, we share different purposes that might be part of the whole family's purpose, but it's more individualized to us in our own purposes or individually. Like Deborah and Maddie's purpose and loyalty is different than Maddie and I's loyalty and purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So. Wow. You know, if you count going to Harry Potter world many, (laughs) many times in your virtual studios as a purpose, yes, Maddie and I definitely share that. Um, So it's like, you know, those type of things. But to me, for example, in that purpose, I'm going to keep going here that I have that purpose and that loyalty to Maddie one, because I share similar interests, but two, not because we're both like children and we like Disney or Harry Potter, because both of us see the purpose and the the goals and dreaming big and that being able to dream and be creative and read and do those things allow for creative expression. So the loyalty is not only that we share the books or that we both like a Harry Potter or whatever. I say the loyalty is actually to the creativity and to the reading of the books themselves because we like reading and we like the growth in it. Maddie reads them 10 million times over and over again. Um, I read them once, you know, that's just the way I am. And some books I'll skim through again. I just, that's not who I am. So our loyalty is not the same there, but if you would argue it on a micro scale, but on our greater level, we're both doing it because we grow and we enjoy it. And we believe reading tangible pages of books is a, is a good thing. And it's good to smell the pages and feel it and, and do that. And we have a loyalty to that. That's also about, Hey, we want, we should preserve books. I know everyone uses Kindles and we should use them and they make it easier and we shouldn't burn down trees or whatever. But there is something good about having a tangible book and the feeling because it makes reading different because you're moving the pages and it's a tangible goal versus just flipping through something. You know, it's weird. It's like spending cash money in your pocket versus money in the bank. People are way more frugal about spending cash in their pocket than they are about a digital bank account. Yeah. So I don't, I'm off on a tangent on loyalty, but that probably has nothing to do with it. But my point being is that loyalties, like I said, um, across those things. And I think the more things you can find that you're loyal to and your purpose and that your partner's loyal to and your purpose, regardless of if your personalities are different, where I'm a Democrat and you're a Republican, for example, not that Elena and I are those things. I'm just using as an example. Um, I guess everyone could probably guess what I am, but it's, um, but it's, um, but it's for the purpose of growing and regardless of your personalities and your differences, if you share the common goal, you can have a discussion around it because your loyalty is the goal. It's not to each other's personality or whatever your loyalty is to each other and achieving those goals and growing each other and whatever, and achieving that goal also. Cause I think that's part of loyalty. Also, if you're truly loyal to someone, your goal is to grow with them. Um, ultimately not, not grow them, not 
grow, whatever, we have to accept that relationships or couple bubbles or friendship bubbles or whatever they are, are also safe places to mutually grow. And that's part of the loyalty there. You know, if it's not safe to grow in a relationship or be safe anymore, there's really lack of loyalty to that relationship. Absolutely. And I think that applies, you know, personally, professionally in every way. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Justin, for diving into this topic. I think this episode is going to be so helpful in so many different areas for so many different listeners. So I really appreciate you taking the time to explore this topic with me and go into loyalty and leadership in detail. Yeah, I appreciate it, Elena. And I hope everyone listening in, listen, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends to subscribe, take an action here. We're giving really good content here. I almost don't believe it's as good as it is. I'm really proud of us. Everyone's like, oh, it's not that great, probably. What are you talking about? But for me, and for what's going on here and our goals and, and trying to, you know, build something slowly from grassroots in this yes, podcast, yes. I mean, we've come a long way in a very short amount of episode. So Absolutely. And I hope everyone's as pumped up as I am. I'm pretty pumped up right now. Me too. And you can follow along on the Instagram or Facebook at Centurion Leadership Battalion. That's B-A-T-T-A-L-I-O-N. And we post content every single week there and stay tuned for more Q&A episodes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Love you guys. Thanks for listening in.